0: Thank you Chapter Seventeen: Chess, Life, and Death. What do you mean, checkmate in fourteen? How can you haven't even moved yet? Dragon didn't say anything. Simply looked at me with those eyes of his, eyes held no color unless you consider midnight to be a color. Couldn't hold his gaze with my one pawn to protect me. Had to look away. One pawn. That's all I had done. I had made one move, begun the game, placed one pawn before him, and the game was over because he said so. You do not know how to play. Oh, are we back to that? Forgive me my rudimentary understanding of the game. How do you know that it's checkmate in fourteen moves? Should I take your word for it? Fine. Let's try this then. You go first. Grabbed my pawn, dragging him back from the dragon, stamped him into his place, as if I were pressing a coin. Checkmate fourteen moves my ass. Dragon looked at me, his slender, bony hands held together, his old man's hands. Dragon looked once to the board, looked once to the forces assembled before him. His army of pawns and knights and bishops and rooks. He looked to my forces standing ready, waiting to be unleashed to begin their stealthful dance of power and conquest. You looked at me. Check me in eleven moods. You can't be serious. You haven't even made a move. One need not assemble the puzzle to know how the pieces fit together. And just because I know a quarter has two sides doesn't mean I don't look. If you didn't want to play, why'd you bring the board? Very well. And he did make his first move, placing one pawn before the others, leaving the figure of bronze and gold defenseless and alone on the playing field. I answered, pawn to match his, and I was going to count. I was going to count each turn and each move. Eleven moves. I was going to hold him to that. Checkmate in eleven moves. Pompous. Arrogant asshole. I mean, I was his prisoner. What was I going to do? Refuse to play? Make him beg? Raise the stakes? We shall play for my soul. Glad the pot wasn't so. Each move was a victory. With each touch of fingered, polished gold and molded bronze, he drove me back. Didn't even claim my pieces. Didn't need to. I lost count. I couldn't count. I was too busy trying to figure out how to beat him. Where to place my queen? My pawns were in disarray. Useless. Worthless. I couldn't move. I studied the board for each crushing defeat. I studied. I pondered. I considered my options. It was like the dragon had the whole game mapped out in his head. He didn't wait. He didn't look. He didn't consider. He knew where I was going to move before I did. Check me left me there bored too, and the pieces where they stood stunned on the playing field wondering what had happened not comprehending how they had lost i knew how to play chess what the pieces did how to plan strategy protect my pawns my queen my king all for nothing it was over i had lost i was a dragon's prisoner He could predict my actions before I made them, Tell Morgan would never get her ounce of dragon's breath. I left the pieces there. After I had studied them, still not comprehending the swiftness of my defeat, I abandoned the pieces, left the table, crawled into a corner, tried to sleep. That had been real bright, following a perfect stranger's advice, going after dragon's breath, descending beneath the city because that was where dragons lived. Yes, you have to get fresh dragon's breath. You need to find a dragon. Well, I had found one, all right. The only thing left to ponder was what he was going to do with me. Keep me for 30 years? Play checkers? Oh, I don't know how to play chess. I was the dragon's prisoner, his pet, plaything, anything he wanted. There was nothing I could do. Look at the chessboard. Checkmate in 11 moves. He didn't even need to raise his hand. He had known exactly what I would do before I knew it myself. How do you beat that? How do you fight it? Escape? I had traded one prison for another. Del Morgan had paid good money for me, taken me from the stripped me of all that I'd ever been or known, ripped out my heart. Was that such a waste? I'd simply traded one prison for another. Well, think about it. We are born into this world, given choices. But what kind of choices? What do you want to be when you grow up? A fireman, policeman, an artist? Grow older. Discover money. It's a good thing to have. If you want to eat, keep a roof over your head, pay the bills. When was the last time you wanted to be a fireman? Dumb question, I know. Just ask a fireman. When they ask you, what do you want to do with the rest of your life? Do you really know what the options are? What do you know? Can you draw? Can you paint? Can you add to and two? Next thing you know, you're staring at a desk covered with paper, wondering where your life went. Trading one prison for another. Was it really so bad? Maybe I was just crazy sitting on the street corner, watching hair wigs crawl out of the sidewalk. Yeah, that was it. On the other hand, Dragon hadn't given me permission to speak. I had to remember that. I mean, I wasn't going to get technical here. Maybe it made my name a question. Giving me oblique permission. Like the thing with the bonds telling me to break my chains. Was that freedom? Or was I just following orders? Same absurd thing with the room. I mean, what was holding me? Why not try the door? Maybe it would open. It could be as simple as getting off my ass and turning the knob. Like Kafka! Guarding this door for you! Still doesn't make any sense. Kafka's just too deep for me. So try the door already. Maybe it's what the dragon wants. Next, move on the chessboard like the chains. I could only break them if it was what he wanted me to do. So I could open the door only when he let me. Or the, the only thing standing between me and freedom was an unlocked door. Maybe I wasn't his prisoner. I was a jailer. Oh, that's just too whacked out even for me. And I'm not even stoned. All I did was lie around El Morgan's apartment, stare at the walls, wander the halls, pretend I'm looking for the door, the phone, my heart, anything. As long as I don't find it. Because it's easier to wander the maze than to climb over the wall. Of course, the thing of it is, in this place, in this crazy place, just my Which explains why the door opened when I turned the knob. It creaked. I almost freaked, listening to the door open. Hallway was hard to explain. Some kind of mix of old wood and stone, like you might imagine in a castle, but with bricks made of stone. Hell, I don't know. It was a hallway. Settle for that. It went left. It went right. That was good enough for me. Time to choose a direction. So I turned left, no reason for it, began walking. This was a big hall, like in some old forgotten mansion or something. Kind of place you would expect your footsteps to echo on forever. Came to a room, nice place. Stone was kind of winning the whole paper-wraps-rock equation. Looked like someone's study, or possibly just a sitting room. Fireplace in one wall, papers scattered across the table, books on the shelf. And off the shelf, in stacks and piles all over the floor, looking like islands in a wasted ocean. I went to the table, pages scattered like dishes in a bachelor's pad. Books, writing, maps and drawings. Nothing I could read. Turned to the fire, wandered close to it. There could have been half a tree roaring in there. Why are you here? Oh, Jesus, he scared the crap out of me. I swear I sucked air so hard I thought I was going to swallow firelight. Like... He was sitting on the table. The dragon. Sitting like a bird, looking like an old man. He had not been there a moment ago. Checkmate 11 moves. This audio recording of the Fearful cogiion pin the tail on the donkey is copyright 2010 by Keith T Jones. All rights reserved.